So we'll see how that goes. So, hey, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Tinfoil Ten Thoughts. Tinfoil Thoughts. I almost forgot the name of the show, as you can tell. So, <laughs> this we, is the we, best one you got, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll take it. I'll take it. Let me get this out my ear. So, yeah, we're actually going to wait for a a new reoccurring member of the cast, possibly. We're not too sure. Uh, so, I sent him a, a, a quick little invite one more time so we'll see if he jumps on so we have a potential new cast member um to the show so hopefully it works out so we'll see awesome so how have you been since last time we spoke on the mic what's been new i've been pretty good man i have so many sewing order i don't know what's going on yeah i know. can't There's get my shirts whole- i noticed that <laughs> <laughs> well, i gotta see you and i'll have them done you won't even know they weren't tomorrow, done <laughs> tomorrow what are you doing tomorrow Come on by tomorrow if you want. Well, I'm going to, I was going to talk to you because I'm going to Austin on Saturday. So I think maybe we can meet up or I can do a drive by, drop it out on your porch and leave like you never knew me. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I don't know what's going on because I keep, I'm happy about it, but I keep getting pant orders to hem pants. What do you charge for that? And I charge $15 if it's a simple pair of pants, 20 okay. if it's like a lined dressy pant. Okay. Um, but I keep like people keep calling. They're like, "Yeah, I have a size thirty-four pant that I need into you know thirty or thirty-two or one guy wanted thirty-one, you know." And I'm Are like, you "What, sure, brother? Are you sure?" Ev- everybody's buying thirty-four, and then they're getting them hemmed. And I'm like, "Are they just hmm. sold out or like?" Now is they- it thirty-four in width or are we talking thirty-four in length? Length, sorry, length. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, hemming cause- the ankle. Yeah. Yeah, because when I buy, I buy my thirty because I I wear anywhere from a thirty-one. A 30 to a 32, depending on the pant manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And I have to buy like a a pant leg 36 to 39. I can't, I always have to get my pants hemmed. So I don't know if, uh, but I buy like the the seven jeans, stuff like that. So oh, I don't okay, know if okay. that's a, you know, if that's a particular difference, but I always have to buy them long. So it's probably just manufacturer. What type of jean do you find that you have to keep? Is it like Levi's or something different? So it's been all different types. Um, most of them lately um okay. usually it's like kind of like slacks that people want um okay but, yeah yeah but lately it's been like people going on like vacation like safari or hiking vacations so they have oh. these like like kind of cargo type and then like linen type pants that they're bringing to me but they're they've mm. all been 34 and i'm like so, <laughs> this so is kind of bizarre ni- yeah so they're nice pants that they're bringing you yeah so yeah they're yeah. nice pants they're nice so pants. it's been it's been pants. nice consistent work but i'm just like 34 that's a i guess they only sell 34 now (laughs) i guess so i guess i haven't bought pants in a long time man i keep my pants for maybe four or five years until yeah (laughs) until they they start dissolving in the in the in the crotch region i know i was looking at my your testicles like well that's inappropriate (laughs) it's inappropriate for you to show them to me like you're right valid point (laughs) you know some a few of my favorite pants have like holes in them now and i'm like (laughs) I'm gonna have to go back and buy some, and then yeah, I'm like, come, I can patch yeah. it. <laughs> then come by Saturday. Uh, you know what? You might have to give us a training like course or something for, you know, the whole family to see, uh, you know, what machine we should buy and stuff like that. Because we have a lot of stuff we have to get, you know, just altered or fixed or something. 
if my shirts keep being late, I'm just going to go ahead and buy a whole rig myself. <laughs> <laughs> Teach now, me how well, to I'm use Well, I'm going Sunday. And I have a machine I can bring oh, and keeps, you guys can. Hey, I recorded you. It said Saturday. So I already told, <laughs> I already told the other person, Saturday. Okay. No, well, Sunday. Okay. So yeah. And just come by, swing by. And we'll, yeah, we'll, I have an we'll, extra machine I can bring by. Sure. Hey, done. Done. Yeah, because we need one for the most part. There's a lot of things that we need to, I need to just fix some stuff. Sometimes it's, yeah, just teach me how to use it again because I haven't used a sewing machine in she, a couple of years. It, it oh, doesn't wow. go away. The, you know, the knowledge doesn't disappear, but, you know, you just kind of like, okay, you just have to bring it pedal. back up. Yeah. Here's a pedal. This is what I need. This is the spool, the needles. What happens when I break it? How do I unjam it? You know, eh, just random shit like that. There's stuff. Yeah. Sorry. No well, it's been, cra- it's been crazy because since I switched to my industrial machines, like life mm-hmm. is just different. Like I've always loved sewing, but I always told myself I'd never sew for a living with the domestic mm-hmm. machines that I use because yeah. there's just if you sew more than once or twice, you're going to have problems and you're going to have to know how to how to like troubleshoot those problems. Right, so right. now that I have my industrial machines and I just sew stuff. It's so nice because I just get up there and I just start sewing. I just change threads and it's just like perfect every time. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, like geez. I can go through thick material, really delicate, thin material. It's it's amazing. I love it. And nice. then, of course, my embroidery machine that's working on your shirts right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I doubt it, but OK, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> hey, when they show up Sunday, <laughs> I'm going to look at your face. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So, but okay. Well, I guess uh, the guest guest host or guest is not going to show up at all. So, what we'll do is uh, we'll get to the topic. So, guys, today's topic is going to be on something that who who's let me see your nickname's not on the thing. So, okay. So oh I'm yeah, Mari's put mastering my him uh, mastering. He put his picture. In, so look at this. Oh, hey, sorry. Hey, hey, what? Blowing the, out the mic. Hey, hey, get away from the mic. <laughs> I need that That's, thing, man. Let, I let's can't put that cage. Let's put that cage back up. I'm trying to give you guys freedom. I'm trying to give you freedom, and you're over here eating the mic. I know. I'm out of control. I can't. I need. I need a boundary. I need something to hit me in the face, or else I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so here, I'll do but, this. I'll glue myself to the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just kind of put it. You know, any. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. So yeah, but freaking Marius put a whole picture and his it's all mastering mayhem with a picture of him. Like, sir, it, we share this. <laughs> <laughs> it does it. It does it automatically as soon as you log on. By the way, so my picture is just uh, it's a random picture it caught. So, but today's episode we're going to be talking about something that I haven't thought about in a long time. It's been one of those things where we're taught this person that you know, was part of the movement with, you know, ADA compliance and all that stuff. Well, I'm talking, I was over there beatboxing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my bet. <laughs> so it threw me off a little bit, but it, she's, <laughs> she's part of the part of the, the, the race to get everything ADA compliant. You know, there was a crawl on the, the national, uh, there in, in DC, there was this crawl where a bunch of handicapped people crawled up the stairs to prove that we needed ADA compliance, you know, ramps and everything else. Yeah. So a law got actually passed. So this person is going to be Anne Frank. Now, Anne Frank, we... Anne Frank? <laughs> is this who I did the study on? Well, shit. Head... Sorry. I was like, I didn't read that anywhere, but I mean, checks out, I guess. <laughs> Helen Keller. Helen Keller. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
So that's that's my bad. That's my bad. So <laughs> Anne Frank. I went to Anne Frank, you know, because I, I I went down a so rabbit hole. So you did all your research on Anne Frank? Not all of it, just half of it. <laughs> just half of it. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> See, that's why I wanted a guest so I could kind of fall back on something. So <laughs> Helen Keller is our, our so I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to wing it now because I didn't do that much research. So, okay, well tell us what you know about Anne, Anne Frank. <laughs> let's let's not let's talk about Helen Keller. So <laughs> what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you guys what I know as of right now. You know, I, I used to think about this a lot actually when when they used to tell us if this blind deaf girl can do it because Helen Keller was was blind and deaf. You know, if she can learn, you can do anything. I'm like, wait a second, aren't we missing primary components of education and learning? Don't we need something to teach somebody something? So, for example, if somebody's deaf, you're going to be going on the fact that you're going to be using your eyeballs. Someone's going to be showing you a picture of an orange and then showing you letters and showing you that this means this. You know, it's hard to you can learn to read if you're deaf, but you'll never learn to speak properly if you're deaf. So you'll learn to read. So you'll know that that orange O-R-A-N-G-E means that circle thing. But you'll never be able to say it because you don't have the ears and the capacity to to hear it. So if you're blind, you can hear something, but obviously you'll never see it. So you'll know the, the name of the orange, but you'll never see the round circle. So my brain always went to, what happens if you can't see either? You're screwed. So except this one specific lady that throughout history has made a, for the past, what, 130 years has made a big significant mark on people. So Helen Keller born June 27th, 1880. She died June 1st, 1968. So that's, uh, she died about 87 years old. Now she was blind and deaf. Now, whether she was blind and deaf completely and still had fragments of ability to learn or hear, that's not even said. It just said that she was blind and deaf, which means that- She's mute for a while too. Okay, so she's, oh, obviously you're gonna be mute because you don't know what what's gonna come out of your mouth. So from this, it went down a slippery slope. So I thought about it as a kid and as a you know high schooler, like that's a little weird that this lady's able to learn. Never thought twice about it. I just thought it was, it is what it is. She might've heard a little bit. She might've been able to see a little bit. Who knows? Well, no. So in the past 120 years, she's been the only person that's been able to do what she did. Now, she not only learned how to read and write, she learned how to give political presentations. She learned how to do all this, you know, intricate little things. So she got politically involved without even knowing or hearing any information before she developed any beliefs. Okay, first of all, that's where I started going, like, wait a second. That's a little excessive for a person that's lucky that she can even say the word water. And if you hear her say the word water, it's like, it's like my dog trying to make my dog. And actually, my dog could say your name better. <laughs> so yeah, I think she said, I think she says like Wawa is the words yeah, that actually so, come out. So even if she's able to say a word, first of all, she's unable to even understand what the word even means, whether it's water, what, what the concept of water even is. Now she can feel water, but she'll never know that that's the concept of what, she, you know, what it's about. There's a lot of things missing in that educational platform where she needs to build those building blocks to make an educated, informative you know, picture in her own head. Obviously, education is based on what we're being told, but she didn't really have the context. She was missing a lot of aspects to even well, understand yeah, I, it. So I know there's. So I know this topic came 
people have kind of thought about this for a little while, but it's kind of been like on the DL. Nobody's really kind of we'll been this, this open Let, about it. But on TikTok, so, it exploded okay. where well, see, Gen yeah. Z's like, she's fake. She doesn't even exist is is well, the stance now that they're taking. Well, I fa- well, that's a little excessive because I found that she did exist because there's a lot of pol- political presentations. Now, here's the weird kicker that I found instantly. I was like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. She was used to finance and fundraise for political purposes left and right, which made sense to me. You're going to use, you're going to get a patsy and you're going to make her do, you know, fundraising and get a lot of attention on your, you know, whether you're trying to get equal rights for, you know, women or for the disabled or for, you know, uh, segregation, stuff like that. So she was a good platform to use, or she was a good patsy to use for any platform. Now, when all of a sudden Ann Sullivan came into the picture, it made a lot more sense because Helen Keller was from a very rich family. So when she was born deaf and blind, her family couldn't take the fact that she, they had a, a dumb child. I mean, the word at the time was retarded. She could, they couldn't stand that they had a retarded child. So they, t- they, they got plenty of teachers to come in to see if they could teach her. Nobody could until yeah. this little, this little Weasley Ann Sullivan came in. So if you do a little bit of research on Ann Sullivan, you find that she's not a very good person. She's done a lot of manipulative things in the past, and she continued to do it with, with, uh, with Helen. I'm just going to call her Helen. And all of a sudden, if you start looking at certain speeches, now, Helen was known to talk by tapping her hand. Now, she would tap a specific amount of times to give you a letter. So come on. I don't even work here. Can you tell me how long it would take me to get your name if you tapped? So for the letter I, you have to go one, two, three, four, five the letter, you know, and go through your name. So yeah, she's up difficult. there giving presentations. She's up there giving presentations with Ann Sullivan holding her hand out and she's just tapping Ann Sullivan's hand. But Ann is like, well, tomorrow is a better day and tomorrow is forgiveness for all this. There's a speech that, that came out that's bizarre. So I'll, well, I'll leave well, you after see, this. Okay. Well, see, well, no, I'm going to stop you there because I went down this back rabbit up, hole and I was up, like- Back up, back I'll, up, back up, and too I, close. Well, <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Let me zoom back over here. I can't do it without this thing, man. Maybe I'll hold my hands like this. Um, well, I went, I went through down this rabbit hole because I was like, man, it's it was suspicious to me at first because I was like, Anne Sullivan and Helen Keller. Somehow, Helen Keller ended up with the exact same political views that Anne Sullivan had. So, did and, you see what I'm saying? That's where I was yeah, going. That's what and I'm, also, that's what when I was thinking about no the sense. movie that's made out of her, The Miracle Worker, it wasn't the miracle, right? It's not the miracle of Helen Keller. It's the miracle worker, right? So the even the title it's, itself is praising Ann Sullivan for being so persistent and patient and knowledgeable and helping Helen Keller learn these things. So when I started going down that rabbit hole, I was like, this is, this is a little suspicious that it made me... Either, either Helen Keller was just not able to see that she was being used, or she didn't in fact learn wah, these wah. things. And she plays she, Anne Sullivan played a significant role in her life, where they were basically inseparable. They were together from the moment she met Anne Sullivan till I think even her death. I, I, I they were together a really, really long time till one of them died, I believe. So it would make sense if that's the person that kind of raised you to kind of have that same type of mindset and those same beliefs. So if Helen Keller is 
in fact, who they make her out to be in, in history, that part would make sense because how else do you get other views besides the person that you respect and you trust and that you feel helped you learn to speak and to read but and to become an author? how do you get those beliefs? I mean, how do you get those beliefs? There's no concept. Like, this is one of her quotes. The best and most beautiful thing in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Okay, first of all, your concept of the words you're using. Here's another one. When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we don't see the one which has been opened for us. Come on, fool. This makes no rational sense. So for a person to be blind and deaf, you know, here's the thing. Now, I was thinking like, hey, has this ever happened in history before? 50 years before Helen Keller, there was another person that was blind and deaf that said that they were able to speak and talk or, or, or uh, develop concise sentences and thought patterns. Laura Brigman, well, that person, right? That person's more shady than this one. Bridgman. So already Bridgman. that's that's already, yeah. And if you look into that one, it, it turns into just this whole facade of just trying to get attention as well. Now, here's the thing. I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe it's just, mm, who knows? I gave it the benefit of the doubt. But as of right now, if you look up the, the actual medical science behind a person who's born deaf and mute as of right now in 2021, today, they pretty much said, hey, we're going to do the best we can to give them the best possible life, but these people are not going to be beneficial to themselves or society in any way, shape, or form. There's no tactics. There's no, there's no education. There's no training. There's no therapies. There's nothing that we can do as of right now in July 15, 2021, that can emulate or replicate what Helen Keller did 130 years ago. So it's just telling me that it was easier to do people about 130 years ago. That's pretty much what it comes out to. So, Yeah, because I mean, I looked into that a little bit too, because there was this kid that went on to Ellen's show and his name was Marvin Pearson. Fraud. And no, well, he's actually blind and deaf, but he was a football, he played football in school, but he didn't go deaf and blind until he was eight to 10 years old. So he had time to learn. So a lot of the stories that I saw, they went, they went blind and deaf later in life. So they got that kind of foundation. But first. She was, but she was, she was found deaf and blind at, at nine months, eight months. So she was a child. She was an infant. So there was no foundation for her to have the ability to get this. Like if she went blind at the age of 19 and then deaf at the age of 20, okay, that's fine. Have your political standpoint. She could still, you know, her brain's chemistry would still be somewhat developed to get these, some of these quotes, but never bend your head. Always hold it high. Look at the world straight with your eyes. What fool? You don't even know what this means. So well, also, just- also, I think too, like in, 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 even in today's age, right? Where they're not, society's not very willing to accommodate disabled people. Now, yes, we have ramps, you know, we have different things that are coming now, but when you're, you have these disabilities, so many of the times you have to fight for them. And I see this a lot with, with my friend, Anna, you know, and her daughter that is now disabled and in a wheelchair and she's blind and she has limited vision and, you know, she has to fight these people in order to get the accommodations that would make her daughter's life that much more um, 
accessible for her to learn things and to to be able to do a lot of things like she has this app on her iPad that allows her to navigate her iPad by herself even though she can't quite see it and you know just basic things like even having wheelchair ramps in certain locations there right. believe it or not there's not ramps at every single location you go to which seems you know obviously we don't we those are locations that people in wheelchairs will decide, you know, if they're wanting to support or not because they don't accommodate people that are in wheelchairs. And there's so many people in wheelchairs even as well. So there, I, I think of that a lot is that they're just not, like you said, when her parents saw that she was blind and deaf, I think it was 18 months because she got sick and then she went blind and deaf. They, they didn't want to accept the fact that they had a dumb child, but just because she was blind and deaf doesn't mean that she was, mentally incapable. And again, the same thing with my friend, Anna, she worked with a lot of autistic children and with autistic children, a lot of times, uh, people kind of discount them and make them, well, they're autistic, you know, they can't really do much. They don't like this. They don't like that. And they don't, they don't treat them like normal children and normal adults. When you can, you can give them boundaries. You can give them structure. You can tell them, no, you need to eat this now, sit down. You know, you can really help them navigate the world and find what their new normal is going to be like in society. And I think a lot of times people aren't willing to do that. They're not willing to take the time. So I kind of struggled back and forth with Ann Sullivan because I kind of thought, well, maybe she was just that patient. And I I started watching a lot of the video, the live, the actual videos that are there, where Helen Keller spent a lot of her time, because Helen Keller still has the sense, the, the, uh, the touch sense, right? So she can still use touch and feeling, which we know with other people, when they lose one sense, the other senses get heightened, right? So she still has smell and touch. So with touch, she spent a lot of her time with her hand on Ann Sullivan's mouth. She literally had her fingers inside of Ann Sullivan's mouth to feel how her tongue was moving and how her mouth moved and her lips moved and feeling the vibrations of her throat so that she could try and mimic that. And then I started looking at videos of her because I saw a few um, people that brought up that Helen Keller was a fraud and whatnot. And then I talked to Marius a little bit and he's like, some of her quotes though, if you, if you read some of her um, quotes in her books and stuff, Marius was like, some of them are really, really great. You know, there, there are things that I don't think someone who isn't visually impaired and can, um, is of he- like a hearing person either. I don't think that they would have that much insight. Right. And so I started looking at these because one of the uh, a few of the videos that I saw actually where they were talking about how uh, similar to what you said that the the speeches that Helen Keller did were actually Anne Sullivan um, uh, being the orator right she was saying what uh, Helen Keller was speaking but that's not true because I found several videos even on YouTube you might be able to find some right now while I'm while I'm sharing this um, if you look up Helen Keller's speech on YouTube, she literally goes up there and she speaks full, complete, coherent sentences. And the first one I saw, I was like, okay, well, um, you know, there's one where she, Helen Keller is like kind of talking and then Ann Sullivan is kind of translating what she's saying. But then there's speeches where Helen Keller is literally the one talking. She's talking so clear, so coherent. She's talking about how um, Ann Sullivan was the only one that 
that saw her and freed her from the dark prison that she was in where she wasn't able to hear or see. So when I heard that speech, it kind of moved me in in and kind of made me think, well, maybe, maybe Ann Sullivan just did take enough time to be able to give uh, Helen Keller the access to be able to express what is inside of her mind and to find ways in order to do that and or, to learn yeah, Braille or, and or she, or she was finger a spelling. And in reality, she could speak the whole time and just, you know, she, she was just mentally slow and was, or maybe just slightly, you know how somebody can be legally blind as of now, but they can still see. So maybe yeah. that's the possibility as well. Maybe she was. Well, see, I thought I thought about that too because the some of the earlier speeches, she's a lot more uh, clear spoken, and then later yeah. on, when she's older and Anne Sullivan's translating, I found that right. a little odd because she was kind of translating, and it seemed like as you get older, you, you would refine this technique a little bit more. So I did think right. about that, like okay, maybe when she was younger, she was more easy. It was easier for her to rehearse with her and get her how to um like repeat the speech but still i'm I, so, I, so overall I'm yeah overall this was something i didn't since you sent it to me it wasn't something that i would ever think about but just from w the more and more i got into it i was like okay she's legit if anything is a fraud so by fraud i mean either she's not really blind and deaf like she claimed and they just rolled with it and tried to make it because as of right now, because I just kept going back to the science as of right now, if someone mm -hmm. at her age goes deaf and blind, the likelihood of ever teaching them anything is slim to none. You end up just ending, having them more than anything, you're likely to get attacked by them because they don't understand what you're trying to do to them. You don't understand that they're trying to teach them anything. So yeah. if anything, she's... She still she exists. I I would de I wouldn't debunk it because it's not my place to debunk it. But for our podcast, I would debunk it, saying that she does exist. <laughs> there was plenty of footage that TikTok <laughs> that she didn't exist. I call shenanigans on that. I don't know. I I saw why they said she didn't exist and all this other stuff. But I think in a in a weird way, I get what they're saying because her character truly didn't exist because of the stuff that she wrote and said. And now her speeches that you're saying really is now solidifying the fact that. They're, there's, they're, they were cheating the system to get the attention they wanted, you know, because if it's just impossible not to say that she was partly deaf, partly blind, technically she is blind and deaf, you know, but you cannot learn I this. Just, you cannot learn I, this. I, I, I just it's can't, impossible. I, it's impossible I cannot, I cannot accept that it's impossible. Like there's people that lose their limbs. If you're, and they, if you're blind they and are, deaf, they yes, are amazing. They are amazing art, it's but impossible. amazing, amazing artists right. with their mouth or with their toes. Like they're to say that something is impossible. I, I, if look, it's, just look, if, watch, I'll play somebody, the speech for you. Look, look it's going to give me an ad. But if somebody is blind and deaf, I mean, you're lacking. You're lacking very specific things that an artist is going to still have if they still lose a limb and end up painting something with their mouth. I mean, that's but they're not different. because they're 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 losing dexterity. They're losing the the fine arts that they get with fingertips. They're losing that that the the, the, the dexterity that happens with complex paintings that they can do with their mouth or with their toes. That you can't. That's that's something that was looked at as impossible. Like the. There's just, I, I can't, I can't. Well, because you know how it, when somebody says, when somebody says you have cancer, you have four days to live and then you live through it. And then they keep, they tell another person that you have another, you have people who share like experiences 
with this many people on the planet and nobody nobody's able to re reenact what she did, then there's something wrong with that that case, that case study. Now, like you just said, the painter with no missing appendages and stuff. Do you know how many of those people there are? There's thousands of them. There's some that we will never know about because they're not famous enough to, to hear about, you know, people who get deployed, get back with injuries. But how in the world, 130 years have passed and not another person has come up and said, hey, completely blind and deaf from the age of 18 months. But yet now I have political thoughts and beliefs. They're lying about her illness or ailment. She did exist in my book. She was able to do specific things, but she's a damn liar to say that she wasn't able to see or no, hear but but we have to look the, at, we have is, to look at it scientifically then if we're going to look I at did. it like that's, that that's where i'm because, coming from no no no. because how many of these blind and deaf children have had teachers like she might look up to us she might be a complete fraud and scam artist and so yeah but how many if you look how at many, history, if we yeah. look if we look at it if we look at it historically and the, from the videos that we can see, the, the right. facts that we know where she's showing how Helen Keller and her communicated and how she expanded from there. How many of these blind and deaf people have a teacher willing to spend every waking moment with them like Ann Sullivan did with Helen Keller in order to be able to communicate in a different way than speaking and hearing people? So you, you have to look at it consistently because if all of them had that, if all of them had their own Ann Sullivan that was there willing to give their life in order for her to be able to communicate again, how many of them would be as, there, there was a as system, educated like as if, Helen Keller? If you go, if you go into, like, uh, I lost some time going into Ann Sullivan because with this entire topic, now, if, if she wasn't involved and Helen Keller did this, I think I would have a different tune to the entire thing. But given her background and just how manipulative and conniving this lady was, it was a no-brainer that this is this was all fraudulent for her motivation of her political thoughts and beliefs. So if Helen Keller was trained by maybe five or six, a group of five or six people, you know, I would have a different mentality about this. But for me, just you go down a rabbit hole with 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 Sullivan and you'll start realizing, ah, oh, golly. This lady, she doesn't make it easy for you to want to like her because of what she's done. So if already she's she's in a weird path, she convinces Helen, hey, we're going to keep saying that you're completely blind, completely deaf, and let's just work with it. You know, because someone's not going to sacrifice that much time that they're saying. I call nonsense on the amount of time, too. There's but no but way. Look, if, you, no if way. you look at it. If you look at it with the notoriety that Anne Sullivan gained from it, it could just very well be that she was narcissistic and she liked the attention that it garnished her. She kept but Helen Keller, attention. that Helen Keller benefited from her narcissistic tendencies in order to have that attention, because the the movies made right, like I mentioned earlier, it's called mm -hmm. the Miracle Worker. It's all about Anne Sullivan. Right. If you we really look at it, like yeah, in school, yeah. They always told you not to laugh at the water scene. Um, so I don't know. I just I can't say impossible, especially because if if these people had a, a teacher like that, right, I'm going to hold to that. If they have that access, like even with something simple like Nava, right? Nava does vision therapy. Even, you know, 20 years ago, vision therapy was not a thing. Doctors, straight vision doctors did not believe in vision therapy. Even now, right now, you're hard pressed to find a doctor that believes in vision therapy for a toddler, 
they believe they're just way too young. There's no way that vision therapy will help. And then if you're older, which is completely nonsense now and the science is coming out for now, they believe once you get to a certain age, you can no longer do vision therapy because your eyes can't improve, right? So I think of things like this where you you have scenarios where doctors and educated people keep saying, no, you can't do it. It's impossible. And then a few years later, it turns out it's actually not impossible and it's actually very beneficial. And even babies can do vision therapy and help correct their eyes. And you don't automatically have to shoot for surgery. You have other options of vision therapy. And as long as you have the access to the things you need for your ailment or your disability, you can be helped and you can learn to do things that people once said that you weren't able to do, right? Without surgery or just not able to do. So I just can't, I cannot accept that it's completely impossible for, and again, right? I, I'm not, because it's such a far away and I didn't dive extremely, extremely deep, but just from the videos I saw and the, the speeches that she gives, you know, um, I know some of the things that they're bringing up, they're like, look at her eyes, but she got glass eyes at a certain age. So they always say like, she doesn't have blind eyes. She actually had like a protruding eye, I think. And she ended mm. up getting glass eyes to make it more um, aesthetic and stuff. Cause you know, she was doing uh, speeches and meeting a lot of people. So I don't know. It, it's very well. Ann Sullivan could have been a scam artist, but I still feel it's very, very possible and more likely that Helen Keller just benefited from and Sullivan, and that she was actually able to do the things that was taught in history, I, at least to I a would, degree. Would, you know, I would be with you. I would be with you. But he, just just for the listeners, if you guys go and you look up Ann Sullivan, she was quoted multiple times. I, I pulled up some quotes. And there is a tribune that did a story on her and called it a twisted story because the reporter actually says that she, uh, multiple times off the record, uh, once Sullivan died, that this actually came out, that she said that uh, Helen was very good at pretending that she was, because her parents kept going with it. So let me back up a little bit. So since okay. she was slightly blind, slightly deaf, deaf, the parents still wanted her to be special. So what they ended up doing was they're able to get with Sullivan. Sullivan convinced them that this would be a good idea to make her look special, even though she was blind and deaf. Her parents were dying to make her special some way, shape, or form. So if she did have a disability, why not make her the center focus of still, even though she's blind and deaf, she still has the ability to do this. She's quoted that Helen was good at pretending that she could not hear or speak. At one point when Sullivan needed money, she would put her out and make her collect money. And on a day, on a one day's take, she could get about a hundred bucks worth of worth of dollars for people who felt pity for her on the streets. And then Sullivan is actually quoted saying, it's like taking candy from a baby as she would smile and smirk. So this is a reporter who interviewed her multiple times throughout the years. And she just said that's, and it actually brings it up here. So as you're saying that her speech got worse as she got older, mm -hmm. because Sullivan thought that Helen was looking too much like she was doing too well, she actually would help have her break down her disability and make it seem more obvious as she got older. So Sullivan was not a good person, man. She was not a good person. She had her, she had her, her eye on something and Helen was just on for the ride and Helen, you know, it's unfortunate, but she used her, she used her and chances are that her just reading this, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's making more sense that her disability wasn't a hundred percent. So maybe she could hear, maybe she could hear. And they just said, Hey, 
No, you can't. Like, okay, I can't hear. Yeah, so but, it'd be like a like a Munchausen's by proxy type of yes, thing where they're like, because be they, more disabled than you are. She would have so much to profit if she just kept the scam running. So Sullivan was not, so, if she was removed from the story and I didn't know much about her, I think I'd be on your side. Be like, yeah, human, poss-. you know me, I'm a dummy. I'm like, yeah, human possibilities. You never know. You know, but she didn't have the foundation that most people would have. You know, like if God forbid something happens and you're in an accident, you still have a foundation to fall back on of all the information you've had, et cetera, et cetera. Even if you're young, you know, it's four or five years yeah. old, you still, you have a foundation of communication. So, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm almost with you, but the one twist, the one variable is this psychopath Sullivan. I just don't see it. She's, I don't see it. Like, <laughs> this lady like was too much. if, if, and even not to discount that, but I think because Helen Keller's mind was sound okay, and she was just as capable as anybody else to learn because she, she was born completely healthy. And then she gained, she had the disabilities after her illness of losing okay. her hearing and her sight. Because of that, I still believe if someone was patient enough to, help her access her mind and and to release her mind into paper into communication that it's very it's very very possible now if helen keller was born with a, a different type of like mental disability and not born with sight or hearing and she was just kind of born with with not having that mental capability yeah i'd i'd be with you where like okay some you know they're using her that's not fair you know, they took advantage of her, but because she's mentally sound and she started learning very quickly at a, she started learning at a very young age. I still find it very like there's, there's these kids that they, there, there's a saying, right. That it, the, that the churches would say, you know, give me your children for seven years and then I'll release them back to you. Cause the first seven years is like very important in a child's development. So being in that, but even there, you can have a child past seven years and still, you know, get a seven, eight year old that doesn't know how to read or write and teach them how to read or write. You know, granted, of course, they have hearing and sight, which I know is your, um, is your, you know, skeptical hippo eyes about the the situation. But I mean, just like the methodology, the methodology makes sense, right? If she's if it was just simple as like, okay, it, you know, Helen Keller used, uh, what is it called? Finger, finger writing? No, finger, finger spelling. I think it's called finger spelling. So she used the uh, Tadoma method and finger spelling in order to, um, to communicate. But if it was just that, right, if it was just finger spelling, and then she somehow learned how to speak, I'd be a little bit more skeptical. But because I see like the there's literal videos of of Ann Sullivan sticking, not Ann Sullivan, of Helen Keller sticking her fingers. She has them all over Ann Sullivan's face. To me, that makes logical Ew. sense. It's like, and it's, it's kind of gross, right? Who would be willing Ew. to do that, right? And that's where it kind of struck A me of- con artist. That's something, that's something only- 
Okay, I can't say only then because you just said it kind of But to me, that's something that that's something from someone who has determination to help someone do something, whether it be for bad or good intentions. That's determination to have someone yeah. constantly have their fingers in your mouth, touching your tongue, touching your vocal cords as you're saying stuff. And there's a video where she's demonstrating how they do this. You know, and she's making she's making sounds like I I I. You know, and yeah. and Helen Keller's feeling her mouth and she repeats it right. And it's just, I don't know. I want to. I want to play the this clip from. Get your fucking fingers out my mouth, you nasty ass! It's like, okay, pardon <laughs> that, leave that out. <laughs> and she slaps her and tells her, "Don't ever do that again in public." I just yeah. think it's totally possible because Good. I think a lot of the I, I times like I like that because I, I yeah. like to I like, like to listen hear, like, listen to the let's see I don't know how it'll I believe play it's out a crock here, of but... crap. But she speaks. <laughs> <laughs> On every door but once. And if the door Okay, she can hear she can hear what she's saying, by the way. There's a very she, there's no way she cannot hear what she's saying. She's, what do you mean? There, there's there's they, deaf people, Henry. There's deaf yes, people that speak. Yes, and have you heard them? Have you heard, there's an, they a famous speak actress. very similar to there's, that. There's a famous actress that actually she's relayed. She There was a movie. She's a, I think she has red hair. And she popped up a little bit because she's been in a couple of movies and she shows, but they do not speak like that. They she, do speak her, like that. Her tone, I watched, her tone Henry, is I watched consistent. A, so did I. I've been around a long time. I've seen a lot of deaf people speak. But she she practices things. a lot. I don't know, man. Like I, you know, they speak, if, they look, speak like if that. I and can't then, hear, if I can't hear, she's like, today we find revolution. Like, wait a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. No, she, you need to listen to the video on your end. Me she, mimicking she sounds has that, like a long time. She has time, that you know, curious tone to like, that deaf people have. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. And so she can hear. At least they have to admit that she could hear a little bit because there's there's too much. There's inconsistencies in her story that, okay, yeah, you're a mystical, magical story. Wait a second. What about this? Oh, wait a second. What about this? There are certain things that she could have done, yes. But the way it all came together, you could hear okay. and you possibly Okay, could well see. let's let's say that. Let's say that. Say that she can see and hear a little bit. The the That the, changes the game. That changes the whole but the, story. But the, the definition doesn't change. There's deaf people that are deaf, but they can hear very well, small things or some have cochlear. When you can still drive. Almost. Right. So People so there's still there's still a still, level of blindness. Like fine. like um my At like a, Anna's daughter, right? She exactly. can see certain things of light, she can put but she's still blind. She's still a blind child. She still needs blind uh accessible items in order to help her learn. Your and vision to... your vision is gonna be very different because your vision depends on the a slight acuity of very detailed, you know, certain aspects of people's faces and stuff. But if you can hear ten percent it's a game changer because now you're able to do a lot more with your ears than you can with your eyes. Your eyes rely on, you know, light and other, other variables. Your ears, they just need the sound wave to come in. It's more simple. It's a more of a simple, you know, structure. Your eyes are just too complex to be able to see partially and still be, maybe one eye, you lose one eye and you still have, you know, one very good eye, but you know, they have to be honest because I'm just, could she have done some things? Yes, but you have too many variables. It's too good. Her writing was too precise. Her ability to communicate. Anne Sullivan did not spend that much time with her. 
Even if she did, I call shenanigans just because Sullivan was such a con and such a manipulative, money-hungry, ambitious lady to be famous because she had tried to be famous before. So what best way to get a person who's maybe slightly disabled and tell them, hey, you're 100% disabled? Okay, that makes more sense. That that I would believe 100%. That is, it is what it is. And then out in public, put your fingers in my mouth. What? Put your fingers in my mouth. No. Put your fingers in my butt then. Okay, I'll put them in your mouth. Damn. Shit. Oh my okay? God, Henry. <laughs> you oh know? My God. So, but just there, I have to, I have to come at it like a con artist and there's too much to benefit. And I'm glad you have a different opinion because hopefully the viewers have a whole different thing. Like you two are stupid. This was true. Or you're this about never to existed. get hate mail. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good. Send it my way. Send it my way and I'll do what Helen Keller did. Won't read it. So <laughs> I don't really care. You're I mean, just... for me. <laughs> I see and, and and I don't I don't always believe not believe but I don't always go with the mass in in a lot of things not just because the mass goes with it but because I tend to find things where like just the political issues that come up now but with something like this right I I do think it is damaging to uh blind and deaf people that are that both have blind and deafness, I think it's damaging to them to come out and say, you know, this is impossible because it's, it's there, it's entirely possible. Like to say, to just flat out say like, this is completely impossible is just, it's damaging to someone who can be in a position that they would have a teacher say they're better than Ann Sullivan. Right. And to be able to accomplish these things and know there was someone before me but that accomplished this though. to a degree have they nobody <laughs> has yet that's what i'm saying so if somebody has i would be like oh this is fine that's the human brain it's able to do this but for somebody who's truly deaf and blind to be able to explain to them what helen keller did it's impossible you just can't you have to you have to jab a needle and do a you know neural link to let them see what they don't know because if we're missing a sense we'll never know like if you could detect ghosts around you but i can't i would never know what you're feeling ever you could explain it to me. I still wouldn't understand. You say, hey, I get this weird chill up my body and then I can visually see a ghost. I'm like, okay, good luck. I wouldn't understand it, you know, because you now have a sense that I don't. So I, I'm not trying to damage anyone, but if you're deaf and blind, you're not listening to my podcast anyways. So, or your podcast. So I'll blame it on Ira. This is her topic. So she's like, hey, see, how see, do you feel about ADA compliance? I hate it. What? <laughs> Oh, I've installed a lot of ADA compliance. Come on now. I'm just kidding. I've done a lot of handicap showers. So I know. I was like, this, wasn't this your whole job? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm certified and trained. Yeah, I just, I think it's entirely possible. I don't, I don't discount it. When I first went into it, I was like, man, Ann Sullivan's piece of dirt. Like, can't believe you. Yeah. She used someone. Either this is Munchausen by proxy or okay, she just completely fair. took advantage of a system or of a of a, a person that had you know blind and deafness but then as i went deeper into it you know and a lot of the points that a lot of these people brought up were just void because that wasn't all of her speeches she could speak you know she did speak very clear concise sentences and right. just some of the things that she said you know it, it it didn't make me stop and think, you know, after I talked with Marius too, like, yeah, these are things that someone with blind and deafness would have to really 
experience in order to have such profound feelings towards stuff. I did get a little skeptical in the beginning because I couldn't find any proof of it, but there was a few times brought up that Helen Keller uh, supported eugenics. And that's where it kind of threw me off. Like, that's where I was like, if Helen Keller supports eugenics, then she wouldn't even know what it means. By the way, this is a, how, this how is a scam. It? This has got to be a scam because how does someone who has been capable up until this point believe in eugenics, where you should get rid of those type of people that do have disabilities because their life's not worthwhile? But yeah. I could not find any supporting evidence that she actually believed that. Now I know she did support like uh, socialism, and um, she did uh, do a lot of like. Uh, activism for um, the African-American, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's the AA, I can't, I didn't write it down. Um, and I, I can see, like I said, if she, I believe that she was a educated, coherent, blind, deaf person. And if she spent a lot of time around Anne Sullivan, I can see how she would just inherit those beliefs. And maybe those beliefs weren't entirely her own. Um, but she, I believe that she was a successfully, she was a very successful blind and deaf person. And I, I don't discount it from being the truth. And especially now, I think with the resources that we have, like I think hearing aids weren't even, even invented until the early 1900s. And Helen Keller was born in the 18, late 1800s. So the advancements with like uh, cochlears and collo I can never say it. Collo cochlear. 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 Yeah. There we go. Cochlear. Um, and hearing aids and, you know, just advances we're going to make in science. You know, I, I, I think it's not completely outrageous to believe that Helen Keller was exactly who history portrays it as. Now, I'm not dumb. I know that history is starting to... Uh, get washed out and um, deleted from the minds of the young. And I think that's a big reason why Gen Gen Z is like Helen Keller is just fake. Like she's just straight up fake to them. And it's just like, okay, you guys are getting a little too outrageous. Like there's evidence here that she was in fact a real person. Like you need, right. you guys need to Google and a you little get, bit. You get atten well, also understand com coming from a kid, how do you get attention the most? You say something irrational to get the old people to, to listen to your thing. So yeah. on their perspective, it's just good marketing as well. So kids are smart enough to understand if they say something outrageous, we're going to make a topic about it. You're going to get, they're going to get attention as well. So as simple as that, you know, kids are smart to say, Hey, she never existed. She's fake because that's a million views for them. So that's also, true, yeah. you know, cause it's a so digital age. Yeah. I mean, but you know, just reading some of these quotes from Helen Keller, I know you guys are all about her quotes and stuff, but just Think about the words that she's using and imagine trying to teach her the definition of some of these words. In one sentence alone, she's using optimism. Explain that to a blind but deaf I, person. But, but Achievement. I think, Explain that I to her. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing that you're not you're not connecting. Confidence. I, Explain that I, to her. I believe she was educated. I believe that she I believe was she taught could hear. a way. I believe, I believe she was taught a way hear. to read, to read, you know, Braille and to read, hear, you know, yes, embossed lettering it. and stuff. If they admit, yes, she could hear the whole time, I believe that she did everything that they're saying she did. But if she's missing a sense, I'm out. Because some of these definitions, some people who can see and hear, it's hard explaining definitions to some people. So I think if they say she could hear a little bit, I'm in. I believe it. I believe it. Because you have to have some kind of footing. You can't put a brick ledge. You know, you have to have a brick ledge to put a brick wall. 
Without the ledge, the, the wall just falls into the water. I mean, there's no no simple way of explaining some of these words that she used to be able to present the definition to her. Understanding science, uh, understanding literature, the little bit I do, I misspell everything, and I can see in here, you know, so she's a better person. I'm already mad at that too. If she could hear a little bit, I'm already mad because, you know, she was able to be a writer, but without her being able to see or hear, I'm out. You can't, you can't convince me but, that these words also, were being used by a person who didn't understand the concept of some of these structures of words. It's impossible. But I you mean, don't. You, she doesn't need to be able to hear and to and to see to understand in order literature. To understand yes. Definition. To understand How? literature. Yes. But she, but she can read taught. with her fingers with touch. If if she came up, yes. Look, and here's here's you hit it right on the money. If she was able to really do something very unique, very outgoing, her structure, her for, her form factor of communication her form factor of literature would have been something we've never seen before because it's from her own interpretation of how to say it. When her form factor of literature fits the mold of every single writer at that very time, I'm out. It needs to be something different and unique if that's really truly what's happening because it would be her, like when a kid draws something, like, wow, this is you, this is different. This is the mind of a kid because it's so, it's so blank and it's so full of, of ideas, but they don't know how to quite express it. So unless she gave me some weird, I'm like, wow, that's what she's saying here. Oh, wow. I wouldn't, I get it now. If her form of communication would, would dip and dive into the form factor of society, I would believe it a hundred percent, but how structured it was and how her sentences and definitions full, you could hear, because I don't see you using words that you've made up. Like she could just Say, but that uh, that's of, that's of, also the thing know. that be if she doesn't she doesn't have there's she doesn't have a hundred percent hearing and seeing right let's let's go off of that premise right she I mean, cannot see she or if, hear a hundred percent but if she could see ten percent she could hear ten percent but I she's mean, still she deaf everything. she's still a deaf person but the technicality now is that yes yeah, she's deaf however there needs to be an asterisk, like a person doing steroids, playing basketball or playing baseball. There's a little asterisk because they really weren't playing fair by saying I was truly 100% deaf or blind. That changes the whole aspect if she could still hear and she could still speak, she could still hear and see a little bit because that gives her the footing that she needs to get this information out. So it makes it more believable, you know? So this, this in the mouth and stuff is all just like show now because it's like, ah, what did she say? She said, suffering, amazing achievements is magnificent. What? Okay. We'll, we'll take your word for it, Sullivan. Continue. You know, so if she could hear and see a little bit, I'm in because I, I'm on your boat because it, it makes sense that this is going to happen, especially if she's of sane mind. But if she's truly blind and, and deaf, I didn't see anything unique about her communication skills that would have really changed the face of the deaf and the blind truly learning because they would develop their own thing. You but know, see, senses, but see that this is where I have a problem with precise. your, this is where I have a problem with your argument too, because in the beginning you're like, well, it's, it's impossible. She cannot do, it's impossible for her if to do she's, this. To so now, standard, now no, if no, she, if she standard, could do it, but, but now to, if she could do it, now she needs to be extraordinary in order for it to be possible to you like there just can't no, no, be a no, no, balance no, 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 of no, no, her just no, no. learning Th education if the the way they're stating it on the history if that's the current value of what we see a deaf or blind person no she cannot do it if her value is set with certain variables that are going to change the game of what history wrote for her 
I'm on your side. Yes. But until then, until they go back and they put that little asterisk on there, no, it's, it's, I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign off on it. I wouldn't say yes to it. But if they go back and say, Hey, you know what? She could hear a little bit. She could see a little bit. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. But until then I'm out. There's no, it's like I'm saying originally, my argument is my argument. If she could hear a little bit. Yes. If she couldn't know. So she's, she's a scammer. That's all I know. Cause she did do it. So Heart. She's a hard disagree. Hard disagree. Good, good. Because <laughs> I, I will need to fight you far. next time I see you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, for me, any of you, if you guys out there listening, let us know yeah. whose side you're on. Um, because this is probably the first time I think we've been truly divided uh, on a topic. I will fight him the next time I see you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. It is what but it is. But no, I send us an email. Here, let us know. <laughs> That's so messed up, man. I will fight back. <laughs> I'm gonna throw sand in your eyes, and then I'm gonna, you know, slam a thing across your head and see I've how been far playing you get. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I'll sick my dog on you. There's a there's what you have Assassin's a dog? You. Yeah, I got a wolf. His name is I. I call him, what's his name? Chewy. He's a white Chewy. wolf, and I can sick him on people. Oh my gosh, that's right. That's pretty cool. I need a wolf. I haven't played enough to get a wolf. Like he just follows you around? No, or you, you have to call. Your, it's a. It's one of your skills. So as oh, long as you have the, okay. the golden icon, you can go. So yeah, you have to fill up the bars. And oh, that one's cool though. I think I do have that one actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. I'm, yeah. See. See how her story changes. See, now, you guys. ain't special. You can't trust her. You can't, <laughs> trust, her. You can't trust her. Guys, so no, if I you're thought, on my I side thought you of meant the story like a, and you believe that this is all fraudulent. Now, I'm not going to go with the TikTok kids, but I might post this episode as Helen Keller did not exist for the views because those kids are onto something. <laughs> so, before we dis, you know, before we disregard every one of these TikTok kids, you're watching their video, you're giving them a view, and they're making millions of dollars. So, who's the dummy now? You know, <laughs> who's the dummy now? <laughs> so, I think I'm going to do the same thing for this video. Helen Keller did not exist. I think I wish I wish we would have had our guest host on here to be, you know, to see what they thought. But I think I know we needed that third person to see like which side made sense by the end of this. I don't know. I still I'm going to hold to that um, until I see different different evidence. Um, This is pretty cool because this is the first time. I mean, I hard disagree with you, but this is first time we've kind of went back and forth like, wait a second. Wait, (laughs) Did yeah. we do the wrong notes here? I if, sent you yeah, good notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I did Anne Frank, so you know I had to wing it a little <laughs> bit on on what I knew. But uh, my my overall points kind of stand the same. If somebody in history had already re replicated what she's done, which there would have already been a parent. Look, if anybody was going to replicate what Helen Keller was went through, I think a parent would do that for their child. If anybody else, you know, there would be at least 20, 30 parents in the past 130 years that would have done it for their child. If they found, they would have done their research and studied Helen Keller and really gone into making their kid a whole functional person of society or extraordinary person in society at that point. But since it hasn't been replicated already, that's how science is based. You have to be able to replicate an experience to make it true or an experiment. And then just Ann Sullivan was just a fraud, man. She was just a hoaxer all the time. She just wanted money and fame. So with that, with those two variables, I was out. But am I? Could I be wrong? Heck yeah, I could be wrong. But will I say I'm wrong? Not as of right now. And the more more comes out, the more I'm like, Joe Biden is Helen Keller because we're doing <laughs> the same thing with him. 
<laughs> They're doing the same thing with him. He's going oh, 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 oh. to be sticking fingers <laughs> in people's mouth pretty soon, too. Oh, oh my gosh. So Joe Biden. Shots fired. I don't know how, long, how much longer he's going he's gonna to make it. I'm going to be honest, but... So, I, but have at I it. hope Let's they close find a show. good home for him. <laughs> Let's close out the show I because say. I got another show to get to. I started another show called uh, The After Show. Was uh, was my co-host wrong? <laughs> the show starts tonight. <laughs> That's the one I'm gonna I'm gonna drive over and I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and I'm be like, yeah, no, no the whole show I wasn't. Like, the whole show starts like, see this shirt? You guys see this shirt right here? This shirt. Where are the other ones? Where are the other shirts? Exactly. Sunday. I said Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, in, okay. in my defense, I just got paid for them like two days ago. And my turnaround, my asked turnaround time is two weeks. So <laughs> Two days ago? Did I zell the wrong person? <laughs> I don't remember how many days it's been. <laughs> my days run together, man. <laughs> two, two weeks. Two weeks. Nah, no, it okay. hasn't. I'm going to check right now. See? So. See? Look. Watch this. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up all my receipts, and because I remember telling you, why are you zelling me? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't been texting me back all week. I'm like, man, am I fired or am I about to sue? Because I'll sue. I'll sue real you quick. Jump on. I was... Don't worry. Just chime in. Yada yada yada. And then at seven seventeen, our co-host said, "Okay, I'll be on." And no. <laughs> I might do a, see, a, this... a, a show with him or something. We'll see. A quick little show. See it was one week. Crazier. Let the record show. It was one week ago. <laughs> I got zelled one week ago. So I still, I still got six days, sir. And I'm getting to you. They're going to come early about, let's see, how many days is out? One, two, three days early. You're welcome. <laughs> Let the record show. That I've been requesting shirts for about four months. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Go back to the podcasts. Uh, all right, guys. But story? You guys want to hear a quick story I made up? I'm just kidding. I got told <laughs> to shut up earlier. My story was good, though. I'll tell you guys the story. Stay tuned. Actually, actually after this podcast, I'm going to tell you guys my story. <laughs> You're going to say that's news in my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> on, to, on, to, on today's episode of That's News in My Eyes, my sister's a dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I got so many other Turns platforms. out she got scammed. <laughs> she got scammed, man. I've been scammed too, man. I paid this guy from India once. He took my money. Look, I'll tell you this. If Helen Keller's a scam, I'm okay being scammed by that one. I'm okay, okay. being scammed by that. Because that's hope, that's right? That's, that's, that's To me, that's, too, that's, you know? a that's a scam a of thing. hope. It's not a scam of of harming people. It's a scam of hey, you you can do this too, right? It's right. it's an uplifting scam that I'm okay by that. I'll keep. I don't that. think I I'll don't think it's it's uh, it does more good than it does harm uh, overall, and it okay. helped you know a lot of causes that people agreed with and different things like that, and it obviously helped Helen Keller. Whether or not you know she was being used or not she was around someone who who cared for her and taught her skills that she otherwise might have not even had even if that's just repeating or um learning sounds from vocal cords or whatever it might be so um i think i'm okay being scammed by that one if it is Agreed. but it's not Agreed. a scam that's that's good but keep your <laughs> fingers out my mouth though i mean that's all i want <laughs> keep them dirty fingers out your mouth you don't even know how to wash your hands right what you doing put your fingers in my mouth 
when you come over and you're like use uh or when you're uh, bringing your sewing machine mm-hmm. i'm like learn it yourself <laughs> i'm just kidding i will i will I'll close my eyes and I'm mouth like, oh, and first thing you do <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she put her fingers in her mouth and mocked me. <laughs> That's what he's been doing like half the podcast. Anyways, <laughs> y'all, if y'all listen on Apple Podcasts, do not forget to go down and leave us a five-star review. Let us know that Helen Keller was in fact real. Or if you believe uh, falsely like my co-host here, feel free to email yeah. that. Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> if, yeah, if kidding. you believe she's real, just don't leave a comment. Get out of my face. Stop listening to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously you guys send us emails um it, let us know let us know your thoughts let us know what you're thinking and uh definitely whose side you're on and uh we're we're curious to know just because uh my co-host here and i the licensed plumber and i are very competitive people by nature so i live and die by winning <laughs> oh yeah well, get ready because I'm about to be the licensed electrician. So I'm, I'm signing up to take my my journeyman electrician license. What the heck? You're just going to be licensed in everything? Why not? They letting me. Why not? <laughs> so we'll see. I'm, Look, I've Andrew, been if, if you if you can cheat to get OSHA 30, Helen Keller was real. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't for the OSHA 10. I did do the OSHA 10, so I at least have 10 hours of experience for safety. So other than that, good luck with that scaffolding. <laughs> hey, you should know this. Is this right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's like I was almost at her name. It's like somebody I know. She's eight years old. You ask her, hey, where do we park? We parked that way. Are you sure we parked in a loading dock? Yes, we did. <laughs> we didn't, guys. We didn't park in a loading dock. And she's so sure of it, too. That's yeah, funny. positive, positive. I'm like, well, I got to believe the attitude, so I'm in. Next thing you know, <laughs> we're in the wrong spot. So, but okay. I like the yeah. confidence, though. I like, I like the, confidence. the confidence. So, <laughs> but all righty. Well, that's all I got. Kick rocks, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for watching the show. Tune in next time. Like and subscribe. See you soon.